0: joined in this segment by Sangamon County Sheriff Jack Campbell. Sheriff Campbell, good morning to you. You know, there are a lot of people that take a look at what's going on in the world, especially when it comes to policing, and say, I can make a difference in that. And uh, you're kind of looking for those people today, aren't you?
1: We are, Chris, and good morning to you guys. Um, yes, you know, now now more than ever, uh, we are certainly looking for great candidates to be a Sangamon County deputy or a court security officer, or even a correctional officer. And uh, we know it's a very tough atmosphere out there right now, but uh, there's still people that do want to make a difference, and and we're looking for them as we do always, but especially right now.
0: Now, there's there's testing, obviously, that goes involved in that. So so are we uh, setting up some testing for that?
1: Correct. Yep. We're going to be uh, conducting physical agility tests first. Um, and if you're interested in being a correctional officer, that'll be on July the 18th. Um, that You meet down here at the county building at 745 in the morning. And uh, if you're interested in being a deputy or a court security officer, that physical agility test will be on July 25th out at UIS at the track. So, um, again, you can go to our website and find out more information about it. Uh, we will, if you've sent, submitted an application already, we're going to be emailing you some information. So, uh, we've had to postpone this since May because of COVID. So, we're excited to uh, finally get this broke loose and get some new candidates.
2: What are the uh, qualifications? Age limits, uh, uh, education? Uh, lay that out for us.
1: So, so uh, I had recently um, waived the college requirement. So, we're, uh, as long as you have a high school diploma, if you're at least 21 during at the time of the appointment, so you can be 9. We have a two-year list, so you can be 19 and take the test as long as you're going to turn 21 before that test expires. Uh, have a valid DL, a valid FOID card, uh, be a citizen. Uh, you're going to have to pass a written examination after you pass a physical agility test. Uh, withstand a background investigation, drug testing. So. Um and and to be a Sanami County resident. So we're uh you know, it's pretty typical for most uh, sheriff's offices and, and uh, we're just so excited to have this opportunity for people to, to, to enter our world.
2: Is there an age cap?
1: There is not, Greg. are you, are you interested?
2: I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm throwing yeah. it out there. I was, was <laughs> going to say, I, I, I don't even
0: know this guy I'm, anymore, I'm, sheriff. I'm, 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 he wants I'm, to talk about baseball. He would uh, wants to be a sheriff's deputy. I don't even hey, know this guy anymore. I was
2: going to say, I'm 37, going on 25. You know, no, I mean, no, hey, true. Um, that's true. They, it's never too late for a career change. No, but seriously, um, so there's no age cap. People who may want to. Do a, a career change of some kind.
1: That's correct. You know, you'll need to put in uh, twenty five years uh, to to uh, receive a pension, a full pension. So uh, <laughs> wow. the older you get, the tougher that gets to be. So <laughs> that's right. But uh, and what I'm talking about, we actually are looking for a cook also, and these are very difficult to find right now. We've been searching for several months for a cook. So, oh, um, you know, we're going right. to pay a cook uh, uh, almost thirty four thousand dollars with with full benefits and everything. So if you know a cook and or you're a cook yourself, and you're listening. Uh, give us a call or go to our website, fill an application.
2: So yeah, there are other uh, job opportunities at the uh, uh, sheriff's office in Sangamon County outside of just being a sheriff's
1: deputy. Sure, we you know with, with civilian positions and, and again court security. Some people don't understand uh, the courthouse. and we have between fifteen hundred and two thousand people a day come into that courthouse, so that our our security force uh, over there is is vital, and uh, we have a great uh, staff over there people that do the job and and uh no many opportunities and if you go to our website and and click on the career opportunities you'll see some options that are available for a lot of people
0: wow i, I i'm surprised you're having trouble finding a cook at that rate is it is it is it the background check or is it just uh you know
1: well it's it they're just not applying um you know we have every once in a while they start here and they look at the hours and and the hours aren't your typical day shift hours and and uh that sometimes turns people off but um, no, it's, it's, uh, and you have to, we would prefer you to have a food license, uh, but we'll actually take care of that if you don't. But we certainly, if, if you have one, it, it makes you more marketable to us. So we're, uh, again, always searching for good people in, in many different, uh, areas of the Sheriff's Office.
0: Yeah, and the county has great benefits, too. Sheriff Jack Campbell's with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Go ahead,
2: Greg. Well, and when it comes to you know the ongoing conversation about um, uh, you know, holding police accountable and community relations, uh, what efforts are there going to be to uh, get a minority representation in any new cadet class there may be?
1: It's, it's ongoing. We are constantly, on. and my chief deputy and I, Sherilyn Williams, um, we are constantly um, talking to people, um, you know, I'm a member of Noble. Um, we talk to the Frontiers International, um, and I tell them, I beg them, you know, hey, send us some good applicants. I'm really impressed with the people that Frontiers uh, put out some good young men and women that uh, come through that program, and, and uh, we'd love to have them uh, come apply here at the Sheriff's Office. And and uh, we just had a conversation last week with a an officer from one of the outlying agencies that uh, has submitted an application to us. So, uh, That's a minority, and, and uh, you know, and we typically all, we want the best people always, but certainly the minority community needs to be represented here at the sheriff's office, and, and uh, we will we will constantly be looking. So, again, uh, no matter if you're a minority or or not, uh, you know, look us up at the, uh, on our website and fill out an application, and send it in
0: you know your your problem with uh, trying to attract minority candidates is is not uncommon i mean that that's kind of statewide you know as far as sheriffs departments go uh, sheriff what do you think the problem is there i mean is it is it a, a not wanting to do the job is it is it what what's the what's the issue
1: well it's very difficult for me to speculate i'll tell you what this young man that we talked to told us that he's he's actually um get some criticism from his own family um and it's it's not Uh, unheard of that happens and it puts them in a very difficult position where they understand what's going on especially if they've been working for a while in law enforcement about what goes on and then there's a perception of what goes on and i think they get caught in the middle of of knowing um, you know how they conduct themselves and how the people around them conduct conduct themselves and then what their family or friends perceive is happening and it and it really puts them in a terrible position and and we had a good heart-to-heart with this young man uh, last week, and, and uh, I could really tell that he was pained by what he was going through. And, and uh, all we can do is, is talk to him, provide them an opportunity, and, and uh, you know, let their work speak for itself. Looking at the
0: situations in Springfield with the the, uh, uh, relative quiet this past weekend after a weekend beforehand of of a lot of uh, uh, gatherings going on. I know it's not entirely in your territory. Sometimes those little donut holes can allow the sheriff's department to help out a little bit. But uh, how have you been working with the city to kind of curb that a little bit? Have you been doing any of that?
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, Chief Winslow um and 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 I have talked several times and he conducted several phone conferences with myself and then all the chiefs that their villages touch Springfield such as Grandview and Southern View and Jerome and Lewan Grove. And uh and they've done a great job of keeping us informed and and we provided whatever we could uh whether it be extra patrols coming through downtown. We certainly have jurisdiction in Springfield. We just try to stay out in our areas when we can. And um you know initially with that first kind of rough weekend, you know, we flooded Dirksen Parkway from Stevenson Drive up to Maiden Avenue to protect all the retail outlets up there. And, and I will say it's not just us in the city. It's all these villages. Um, Riverton set in, sent in eight cars into Dirksen Parkway that evening, and Miami came clear into South Veterans Parkway. So we, we collectively here in St. Louis County came together as we should, as our citizens expect us to, and uh, protected the people here and protected the property.
0: Yeah, it, it was a great effort, too, and I guess getting back on that, you know, Chief Winslow had mentioned that his uh, men and women in his force were kind of feeling the heat a little bit. Were you feeling the same thing, you know, as far as the public uh, uh, resentment early on, and has that changed a little bit?
1: We did not really probably feel what they did, um, and I talked to, to most of my deputies, um, you know, through days and, and uh, afternoon shift. I don't see the midnight guys as much, but they we've not really got complaints about that, and... and uh uh, again, probably just because we don't have the day-to-day contact, and um, you know the protests were in places inside the city, where again we were kind of helping out in the fringe areas uh, to protect uh, those areas, and, and uh, didn't really deal with that. But we we understand what's going on, and, and uh, we certainly keep our finger on that pulse, and and, and uh, want to be there for uh, the city uh, anytime they need us. And certainly, state police were a big factor also. So um, you, you know, it's just a very a very difficult time i think we'll all look back at 2020 and, and uh, just shake our heads about this year but that you know we're going to keep our fingers crossed and make sure that we uh we do our due diligence to, for the rest of this year
2: Sheriff, there's been calls to defund police. Uh, depends on who you ask about that as to what it means to them. I uh, would love to hear your thoughts about what that means to you and you hear it, but also uh, the concerns that have been raised in this conversation. And this is something that uh, we, we've talked about on these airwaves before in the past, you and I and uh, with other uh, law enforcement officials. Um, what some see is the militarization of police, uh, with like the use of bear cats or other types of, uh, armored, uh, personnel vehicles. Um, can you address those two things?
1: Sure. Well, let's talk the militarization. So I think a lot of times, again, this is perception without people really knowing what this is about. You know, uh, you guys may re- re- uh, remember that under Sheriff Williamson, I had acquired a, um, MRAP, um, which is a, uh, too much of a vehicle for around here, um, but the purpose of it was to to have a, uh, a rescue vehicle and to have a delivery vehicle. So uh, that, that vehicle, there was no round in Santa County that was going to travel through that vehicle, not through the windows, not through the tires. It was protected from everything. And it was never designed to patrol. It was never designed to really even use as a typical SWAT raid vehicle. It was, it was, we had picked it up for six, a little over $6,000, and it was a three-quarters of a million-dollar vehicle is what it cost, and uh, it, it would provide a, a, an opportunity for us to rescue, rescue whether it be our own folks if they were hurt or a citizen um, or, uh, again, deliver a team into an area where maybe somebody was shooting. You know, you, you prepare for the worst-case scenario, and by having that vehicle, um, which was then subsequently given away uh, by the next administration, and I'm trying to reacquire something like that now, it's for protection. It's not for patrolling. So. And, and same thing with a lot of the uh, the federal surplus items that people you know worry about with the militarization. No agency I'm aware of does these things for um, any other reason other than protect their people and, and to get uh, good equipment very cheap is what it comes down to for us because the federal government is going to surplus it anyway. Uh, and defunding the police is just crazy talk. I mean that's not anything that that uh, that law abiding citizens want. Um, and, and certainly here in Salmon County, we don't deal with, with uh, too much of the, the radicalism that, that you see maybe in the national media. But uh, it's, it's just the people here expect that police protection. It gives them that comfort. We have a good rapport with our citizens here, and we don't expect to, uh, to go through any of the defunding talks uh, here locally.
2: And so you don't anticipate any kind of like autonomous zone popping up uh, in downtown Springfield or anything like that. We do not.
1: I, again, this is it would be more of a city issue. Um, I have not spoken to Chief Winslow directly about that, but um, I just don't believe that, that that the citizens here are interested in that. If something like that was to happen, I would I would venture to guess it would be somebody from out of town coming in trying to stir up the trouble.
0: And finally, Sheriff, and I've only got about a minute here, uh, the the fireworks situation. I mean, it seems to be that there's a lot of uh, uh, different fireworks in the area, and, and, uh, you know, we have no displays this year. It's kind of one of those strange years. What will the Sheriff's Department be doing to police that a little bit?
1: Well, I just researched it yesterday. Um, Our fireworks calls are up slightly, maybe 25 or 30 percent from this same time frame the last few years. So it is picking up. It's... Again, it's, it's kind of a strange uh, time we're living in where people want to celebrate. You know, we've been cooped up, and, and uh, maybe they're they're getting a little stir-crazy and, and uh, wanting to celebrate early. But, you know, you have to have a pyrotechnics license to go get a display permit, and very few of those exist. So most of the calls we get are going to be illegal fireworks, and we're just asking people just to comply, and please don't. You know, we have so much to do right now. The last thing we want to do is chase fireworks calls around the unincorporated parts of the county.
0: All right. Terrific. Sheriff, listen, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, guys. Have a good day.